0: Right. Welcome to episode 60. 60 of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. Today you are getting Revelations installment 7. Brace yourself. There is going to be a lot of great music coming your way. First off, is a song written by Alice Cooper. I think you will like it. It's called The Black Widow. And here,
1: my prize, the Black Widow. Isn't she lovely and so deadly? Her kiss is 15 times more poisonous than the rattlesnake. And you see, her venom is highly neurotoxic, which is to say that it attacks the central nervous system, causing intense pain. Profuse sweating, difficulty in breathing, loss of consciousness, violent convulsions, and finally, death. <laughs> you know what I think I love the most about her is her inborn need to dominate and possess such power and dignity unhampered. Sentiment, and if I may put forward a slice of personal philosophy, I feel that man has ruled this world as a stumbling, demented child king long enough. And as his empire crumbles, my precious black widow shall rise as his most fitting successor. These words he speaks are true. We're all humanary stew. If we don't pledge allegiance to the Black Widow.
0: How is that for an opener? You might have recognized the vocalist. He's in a band called Iron Maiden. And if you listen to the guitar solo closely, which I normally would not have let play just because it was a long time to get to it. But there's a certain letter of the alphabet, letter H. Someone goes by the name of H. Someone whose nickname is H playing guitar right there. So I hope you enjoyed that. That is from an album called Welcome to the Nightmare, an all-star tribute to Alice Cooper from 2005, if you want to go out and find it. Next up, I'm going to play two songs by one of my all-time favorite bands. I realized last night that I had never played them on one of these episodes, and I've bragged about them on some of my episodes with different people. So you are going to get two songs from 2018's album Rainier Fog by one of my all-time favorite bands, Alice in Chains. So an Alice Cooper tribute to an Alice to Alice in Chains songs. The first one is called Red Giant and the second one is called Maybe I love the dual harmonies, the dual vocals. I love all that stuff. That's um, not dual harmonies, dual vocals. I love the harmonies that the guys have when they sing together. I love the way they sound. I'm a big fan of that. It, it's, it reminds me, I guess it takes me back to the old Allison change, the original version, which I controversially said to a person that I thought this current, version of Alice in Chains with William Duval was just as good as the original version. Now, I don't think William is, I don't like his voice as much as I liked Lane's, but he still has a great voice. I mean, it's probably just, you know, the old, old school mentality or something kicking in there. But the next band I'm going to play you is a band called Demon Hunter. I've got two songs from their 2005 album called The Triptych. The first one is called 1,000 Apologies and the second one is called The Science of Lies.
2: Yeah, you stood in disbelief Trying all you could to see These lies And every word that I can breathe Find you more inclined to be I shride I tried. And Knowing what I've done to you With everything you suffer through My heart is black Everything I could have been Embraced by what I wanted then I couldn't feel-
0: I decided that when I did this episode, I wanted to the last couple of episodes I've done, I've always included some stuff that was a lot softer and at least, you know, thrown, sprinkled all throughout. And there are some songs that are not quite so heavy on this, this for sure. Uh, But brace yourself because there's going to be some heavy stuff on this episode. The next band we're going to get into, though, is a band that used to be described as Metallica meets the Beatles or the Beatles meets Metallica. Very heavy, heavy riffs and things like that, but with sweet harmonies. And I've played them a few times already. They're called Galactic Cowboys. I've got two songs. I'm doing them in twos, if you can't tell, on most of these These songs are from the 1998 album At the End of the Day. The first one is called Never Understand, which is sang on lead vocals by Monty Colvin. And the second one is called Young Man's Dream, which is with Ben Huggins on vocals. He's the usual main vocalist, but I really, really, really love these guys. I've met them multiple times. They're very super, super nice guys. They got a raw deal in the music industry to a degree, which sounds like a lot of people do, but either way, they have put out some killer music and I love sharing it. So here we go. that's another band where I just love the vocals. I love the harmonies they sing together. Oh man. So great. So great. And that song, the lyrics, I imagine that most people listening to this podcast are probably not 18 years old, 20 years old. We're probably a little further along in life and the lyrics to that song have always really hit me. And the older I get, the more they hit me, you know, there's few things that I wouldn't give, to dream a young man's dream again, the confidence to set aside the things that I've settled for. Man, those words, they ring so true. They ring so true. Okay, the next uh, next thing I'm going to play, we're going to get a little heavier here for a minute. We're going to play a band called Megadeth. I'm sure you've heard of those guys. They are They are one of the best. And the first, <clears throat> excuse me, the first song I'm going to play is from the most recent album from 2018 called Dystopia, and it is the title track. The second is from the 2009 album Endgame, and it is called How the Story Ends. And there's a really, really, really cool part in this song where the I'm going to kind of do the guitar with my mouth a little so you can hear it with the drums and guitar and there's like it's like diga 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 and it does it a couple times it's really 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 cool so check that out Okay, I saved that for you at the very end. Surely you noticed it. Golly, that is so awesome. I tell you, man, just listening to music, there is just so much joy that you get out of listening to music. I, I'm sitting here listening to these things, and I'm just like, eyes closed, just just total elation. It's, and I know you understand it. Not everybody understands this joy that we get from music, but I know that if you're listening to me, then you do because that's what you're here for. You love, you freaking love music just like insanely like I do. So now I'm going to play, going to play one of my absolute favorite bands with a singer named Mike Howe. Apparently I did my last episode. I forgot to name the band. The band is called Metal Church, and they've had various singers. They had one singer on the first couple of albums, and then Mike Howe came in for the next three. That's when I got into them because I I love his vocals. He's the mix of Bruce Dickinson and Rob Halford is one of the way I've heard it said. And, man, that's hard to argue because those are my two favorite singers of all time. So if someone's like that, then... They're going to be up on my list. But this first song is from their 1991 album called The Human Factor. It's called Agent Green. And the second one is from their very underrated album from 1993, Hanging in the Balance, and it is called Losers in the Game.
2: I hold the key to the world's security. still pay to me
0: Holy crap. I love that song. Okay. Next up is losers in the game. Sorry to interrupt. Never given Metal Church a chance, then I hope these songs will influence you to at least check these albums out because uh, they had three albums out that Mike House sang on. Uh, the first one was Blessing in Disguise, which I played a song from yesterday. The second one is the one I just played a song from as well, which was The Human Factor. And the third one was Hanging in the Balance. Now, he's done two more albums with them since coming back, but if, see if you like these other ones first and then go from there. So the next band I'm going to play is a band that I love called P.O.D., which stands for Payable On Death. The first song I'm going to play is from their self-titled album from 2003. It's called Will You. And the second song is from a Greatest Hits album. It's called Going In Blind.
2: And next to the window in the bedroom, she breaks down, breaks down, crying over something and staring into nothing, afraid now. And
0: It's always interesting to me when I play these bands that I just don't know if people will like them as much as I do. And I really hope somebody does. And I hope somebody gives me feedback and says they do, which I got some feedback already on yesterday's episode, which was which was some good feedback. Now, this next band I'm going to play is a band that I like, but it's it's one of my daughter's favorite bands. She really, really likes them. So I'm putting these in here. Not just for me and you, but for your kids. There's three songs I'm going to let you check out. My my daughter loves this band. They're called Skillet. And the first song is from an album called Rise that came out in 2013. 2013, it's called Not Gonna Die Tonight. It's, I'm sorry, it's just called Not Gonna Die. The second song is called Feel Invincible. And it is from the most recent Skillet album. From two, No, it's not. It is from it's from their 2016 album, Unleashed. It's called Feel Invincible. And the third song is called Sometimes, and it is from their 2009 album called Awake. Now, I was thinking about this yesterday, and I had a conversation with somebody last night, and I was telling them this story. I said, you know what? I should have shared that when I played the other Skillet song. But back probably, I don't know, 2001-ish, me and my wife went and saw Skillet in concert, and... Somehow I ended up with front row center tickets and Skillet was not the headlining band. They were the opening band. Now I can't remember who the headlining band was, but I know I, I just didn't want to see them. I wanted to see Skillet and then I just was not at, at the least bit interested. So we watched Skillet and they were really good. We were front row. I think I got a drumstick at that show too. I mean your front row center, of course that's the only time I've ever been front row center at a place where I had tickets for the seats you know, you go to a club or you go to a somewhere where you get on the rail or something that's different. But when we, when the, sh- when that was done, we, we were leaving and I just said, you know what, let's go find somebody real quick. So we walked from front row center all the way, all the way through the bottom section of seats to the second section of seats. And I walked up a pretty good distance and I just found a couple of kids and they were wearing whatever that headlining bands, they were wearing that band shirt. And I said, Hey, do y'all like, so and so band, whoever they were, and they're like, "Oh man, yeah, that's my favorite band." Whatever, blah blah blah. And I'm going, "Oh cool!" I said, "You want front row center tickets?" And they were like, "Huh?" I was like, "Yeah." I said, "We have to leave. I have, we, you know, I was here to see Skillet, but we have to leave." And the guy's like, "Are you serious?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I said, we, "We're leaving right now." I said. He's like, you're really going to give him to it? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I just, because I've always thought that would be cool to have, you know, you hear about different events where someone will win tickets and someone will come way up and grab them out of the nosebleeds or whatever. And as I was telling that story, I said, you know what? I've done that another time. And I just realized it it's a, It was at a Skillet concert probably uh, two or three years ago. I took my, do- I took my daughter and I, it was supposed to be my wife and my son as well and i can't remember why but they didn't want to go or didn't feel good or someone was sick or just whatever excuses to not go see live music i just don't i just don't get that so anyway we're at this concert i think we had like 10th row we were 10th row on the floor and it was a decent sized arena and we were sitting there and i couldn't find anyone to to buy the seats cuz i tried to sell them before we went and i tried to invite people but it was so such short notice so we got there and and I just told my daughter, I said, let's go find somebody real quick. And so we walked from 10th row all the way to the very back of the arena. We went up the stairs, up into the bleachers, walked up to the very last row of the entire of the whole place. We walked up to the very last row. And I saw this kid sitting there with his dad. And he looked like he was about 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, somewhere probably probably closer to 15 or 16. And I walked up to him and I looked at him and I said, hey, man, are you, you like Skillet? Are you a pretty big fan or whatever? He goes, oh, man, I love Skillet. They're my favorite band and all this stuff. And I'm going, I said, listen, my wife and son were supposed to come and they couldn't. I said, I've got 10th row seats right here. Do you want them? And he was like, are you serious? And the kid was, the kid flipped his wig, man. He was, I don't know if the dad wanted to go down there or not, but man, this kid went nuts. And so, you know, I said, well, come on, let's go. Let's go the show's about to start so let's go. So we went down there and I swear that kid must have looked at me I don't know 5 or 6 times during the show and just mouthed the words thank you. <laughs> oh man, it, uh it was so cool. It was so cool. So anyway, let me go ahead and play these <laughs> go ahead and play these three songs, man. I feel like I'm about to cry, man. It's got me choked up a little bit for a second. It's kind of fun to make a kid's day like that. So here we go. <music> Now, when I say that is for your kids, seriously, let your kids listen to that because those guys are positive. Uh, they have a good message that, you know, they, they're not singing about negative things. They're building kids up. They're building people up, but, um, it's a, it's something kids need. There's a lot, a lot of negativity out there. And like I said, my daughter loves those guys. You go see, there's not going to be in a profanity. They're not going to be singing about sex. They're not going to be singing about stuff that you don't maybe want your younger kids listening to. But, um. Like I said, skill it, check them out. Now on a completely opposite 180 degree turn, I've got two songs for you from a band called Pantera. (laughs) And both of these are from their, I believe it's 1994 album called Far Beyond Driven. Yeah, that's what it's called. Far Beyond Driven. Actually, you know what? I'm wrong. I am wrong. Let me uh, let me find out the exact information for you so I'm not leading you astray. Um, no, I am correct. They're both from 1994 album, Far Beyond Driven. The first one's called Becoming and the second one is called Slaughtered. So if you're easily uh, uh, freaked out, wrecked up, uh, get shaken, get the shakes, anything like that, sit down and grab the arms of the chair and hold on tight. So was that a drastic enough turn for you? (laughs) Oh, man, that song is heavy. The way he sings it, the way he just, I wouldn't even say growls, he growls it. Um, Now, we're not letting up, okay? We're going back into something that's, well, not as probably heavy as that, but it's still pretty dang heavy. If you've ever heard of a band called Testament, uh, my mom's favorite joke whenever I would tell her I was listening to Testament. She would go, well, is it the New Testament or the Old Testament? And I would just be like, that's the new one, sure. I've got two songs by Testament from their 1994 album called Low. One is the title track, and the other one is called All I Could Bleed. If you want to see an interesting music video, go look up the video for Low by Testament on YouTube. It's pretty it's a pretty cool video. I remember seeing it on MTV. That's how I heard it. So, um, I saw these guys in concert. I was a pretty big fan of theirs for a bit. I was never a ginormous, huge, huge fan, but I, I did definitely appreciate them. Um, so here you go low and all I could bleed. Okay, in 1985, there was a band that got together that consisted of Scott Ian and Charlie Benante from Anthrax, Dan Lilker from Nuclear Assault, the original bass player of Anthrax, as well as their roadie, Billy Milano, singing. And they did a pretty brutally heavy album. Now, they're the only band that's going to get four songs today. So I have four songs. I have. The anti procrastin this is my this should be my song. Anti procrastination song. The ballad of Jimi Hendrix, Diamonds and Rust, the extended version, as well as Freddy Krueger. So sit down and hold on to those uh, chair handles one more time. Now, I know what you're probably thinking by now. You're just like, oh, my God, Uncle Steve has led us astray. Where is he taking us? He's He doesn't always play this heavy, heavy stuff. He usually plays a lot of nice, softer stuff and some mild rock. <laughs> so I'm going to reel you back in here, okay? I've got two songs from another band. Now, I heard this band in the late 80s because I, I believe their album came out in uh, – God I had to be – 89, something like that. Let me find out real quick for you here. Uh, 88. This album came out in 1988, but I used to watch these. Uh, I used to buy these videotapes, VHS, VCR played videotapes, and they were called hard and heavy and they would have a bunch of different, you know, interviews with bands you had or hadn't heard of things like that. That's where I discovered um, the band Lillian and Axe that I like now This is a band that I found on there too. And and to my knowledge, I don't know that they even had more than, they might've had more than one album, but this is the only album I ever owned by them. Um, This album was called Things You've Never Done Before. The name of the band is Rocks Gang, R-O-X-X. And the first song I'm going to play you is from the video I saw on that Hard and Heavy. It's called No Easy Way Out. It's a really, really good song. And the second song it's a lot lighter. It's, it's more of a ballad song, but it's called Red Rose, and I love it. I could swear I've heard it somewhere else before, but I think when I looked at the notes on the album, they wrote this song. It's really, really good. But... No Easy Way Out and Red Rose by Rocks Gang from the 1988 album Things You've Never Done Before. <laughs> We'll i Now, if you know me very well, you know that one of my, I wouldn't say my least favorite bands of all time, but one band that I'm not a huge fan of is Motley Crue. I, I was talking to somebody and I told them, I said that they had two good albums. And the guy said, well, well, I said, one of them was their self-titled album with John Karabi. And he said, well, what's the other one? I said, well, I'd say the other one shouted the devil. I mean, to me, those are both really, really good. But the guy told me he had never heard the self-titled Motley Crue with John Karabi. And I was just like, dude, you're missing out because that album, they sound phenomenal on that album. And um, like I said, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of them, but that album is killer. When they brought Vince Neil back, I was very disappointed because they had a newer sound. And, you know, the fans, sometimes fans can really suck and ruin things. And in that instance, they, the fans really ruined it because they wanted, oh, we want Vince back. We want the old singer back. And, you know, I just prefer John Karabi, not necessarily just John Karabi's voice, but what he brought to the band, the style he brought to the band and the style they went with. So I've got two songs from that album for you. One of them is called Uncle Jack, and the other one is called Till Death Do Us Part. And something you might have noticed on here, there's a couple of songs. Um, One of them was the Testament song, Low, and the other one was uh, the Pantera song Becoming, there might've been another one, but I remember having to cut those short a little quicker than some of the other songs. And the reason is, is because they were getting ready to uh, throw some, um, some, some profanity bombs that I just didn't want to have on here. So um, I, I listened to them outside of that, but on here, I'm just not going to put them on here. So anyway, here is Uncle Jack and Till Death Do Us Part. Yeah, that was Motley Crue. That was when uh, that was when they were good. (laughs) They haven't really done anything that I've ever cared for since then. And not that I would know, because I really don't I wouldn't I'm not interested in them. I don't like Vince Neal's singing. So, you know, those guys have some talent for sure, but they're just not for me. Now, the next band I'm going to play is a band that only put out four albums. They came out in the mid-80s. The last album they ever put out was in the mid-90s. This band is called Cinderella, and I've got two songs from them. One is from their second album. Actually, I have two title tracks. The first title track is from their second album, Long Cold Winter, and the second song is from their third album called Heartbreak Station. I got to go see them on the Long Cold Winter tour, and the best i remember it was a phenomenal show i mean it was a a real production i remember there was one part where they played this song called don't know what you got till it's gone and if you've ever heard it it's a piano song it's a it's a real you know sappy ballad but he came up they had him basically Playing a piano, and he came from the ceiling, came up from the top all the way down. And it was really, really cool. There was a part where they had some snow thing going on because of the winter. And uh, man, it was really, really cool. It was one of the best shows I ever saw. And they sounded phenomenal. And I remember I got to meet Tom Kiefer. I ran into him at a uh, guitar show back in, you know, probably mid 90s. And I remember talking to him, and he was super, super nice. Just so he was very humble. I remember telling him, I said, man, that was the best rock show I've ever seen. And I said, I've seen Kiss before, so that's saying something. And he was just like, oh, wow, that's really, really cool. I really, really appreciate it. And he was just very, very super nice about it, the whole thing. And um, so, yeah, I've, I definitely have a soft spot for those guys. Um, but I'm going to play Long Cold Winter. It's, it's a, bluesy-ish so- a bluesy-ish type of song. And then Heartbreak Station is a ballad, a really you know softer ballad. And the lyrics to that song are really, really good. It's just, you know, about heart. It's what it is, heartbreak. So, hey, check these songs out. And if you've never heard of Cinderella, I was talking to someone from Australia, and he told me that a lot of people over there didn't know who Cinderella was, which really surprised me. But maybe it was just, maybe that was back then. Maybe that was back in the 90s or 80s or whatever. So, anyway, Long Cold Winter and Heartbreak Station. (laughs) I hope you've enjoyed all of these songs. There's a lot of them on this episode. I've got, uh, I've counted, you know, close to 30 songs, I guess, including this last song that I'm going to play. So, and I hope that you feel like even with all the heavy stuff that you got, that that really should have wound you down right there, that heartbreak station. That's a uh, very peaceful sounding song. Now, we're going to play out the song I'm going to use to uh, end the show here. One last song. And it's another song by Crunchy, who is Monty Colvin from Galactic Cowboys Band. And this is from his 2003 album called Clown School Dropout. I played a song from the other episode that had it too. So this is your ending of two revelations in two days. And hopefully, the title of this song is indicative of where we will be very soon in this world. So, closing us out here, we have A Better Place. Hopefully, we will be in a better place really, really soon. This is from Crunchy's Clown School Dropout from 2003 A Better Place. Good night.
2: Day after day, I stumble through a life of dream today. It clouds my brain, the sparkle in your eyes somehow remains and doesn't fade. Makes the world a better place to live And I would give it all if I